Welcome back to the Artist Care and Feeding podcast mini-sode. Uh, I am, of course, Mark, your producer, and with me are the two amazing hosts of the show, Caitlin Barrett and Kathleen Falsani. On today's mini-sode, uh, we're asking the question, cilantro, yes or no? Uh, some people are, some people aren't, some people think it tastes like soap, some people think it's fresh and delicious. Uh, weighing in. Kathleen, you have very strong feelings about this, so I'm going to let you begin. And, and I, I do, and it's, it's not because I'm personally offended by it or don't think that it looks like it should taste lovely, fresh, and delicious. <laughs> it's that, to me, it tastes like palm olive, the liquid soap. Um, and that's because right. I have the gene that makes that so, which aren't I didn't you, know was a thing until I was I, don't, in aren't my Aren't you 40s. missing the gene? Isn't that the thing? Aren't you deficient in the gene that makes you taste correct? I think it's the inverse of that. I don't know. Someone, if you know, and please shout it out in the comments. But there's, it's, it's, it's an enzyme involved. thing. Yeah. I, and, 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 and so I didn't know that that was a thing until I was almost 40. And then I didn't know until like last year well after I had had my genetic test done for Ancestry.com, when they it, they get more and more information and the, your tree starts to build out and they're started, you know, com- popping up with people who could be your 17th cousin twice removed who has a gene for whatever. But apparently, it, my it's on the Italian side of my family. There are almost all of the cousins I, I know who are distantly related to me. We all have... The enzyme, I think it's an enzyme, mm. for that makes it taste weird. Right. So it, some people it tastes like soap. I had a friend from college who said that he that it, to him it tasted like rotting flesh smelled, which is you know kind of troubling for a number of reasons. Um, like how does he know what that <laughs> smells like? Like he has a and secret then, life as Jack the Ripper. Actually, I'm like did you grow up <laughs> in a mortuary? Did something terrible happen to you? Were, are you Jim Morrison and you saw a car wreck and then there was his the dragon that you chased? His dad did taxidermy. It was a, you know, it's, it's a very common a pastor, childhood experience. Pastor, but, um, and then interestingly enough, I have I have one child, my our, my son Vashko, who's adopted from Africa. So there's no way we are biologically connected at all. And the very first Christmas that we were here in California, we went to a Chinese restaurant in town that was, it was a, like a fine dining Chinese restaurant that was owned by somebody who went to our church. And so he invited us to come and gave us like a seven course meal. And they brought out an amuse-bouche. And my husband, who loves cilantro and could eat it like a salad, mm. had gone to the men's room. And Vashko spoke some English, but was still learning English. And we both took a bite of this amuse-bouche, whatever it was, that clearly had cilantro in it. And he turned to me and he made, screwed up his face and he said, Mom, this soap? And I'm like, oh, he, has a, he is my child. <laughs> so he also has apparently this enzyme reaction um, that makes it taste. And, and it's a little bit of cilantro. Right. Will spoil like a teeny tiny bit of cilantro. And some people have come at me over the years with, well, what about baby cilantro? No. All Even of it. worse. All of it. All Coriander things. seed, same thing. Don't like that either. Oh, fascinating. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And, and, yeah, but you Caitlin, like what cilantro. Is, yeah, Caitlin, please. Like, so here's my... Way in. Right. Uh, so I... My mother, who is no longer with us, RIP mm. mom, uh, she was, let's use the word intolerant, of her children... <laughs> 
not liking things when it oh, came dear. to food. Yes. So okay. it was, it, it actually was that you were welcome to not like it, but you could not eat it. So that was, it wasn't even of, like you had to try it. Like you, no, it's like, I don't care if you think no, it's you, gross. I don't care if you it. like it. You're welcome mm-hmm. to not like it, but this is what we're having. So you mm. will eat it. Um, that attitude has served me very well. I mean, her attitude about that has served me well as an adult because there's mm-hmm. basically nothing that I don't eat, um, mm-hmm. which I attribute mostly to her. However, I do remember she discovered cilantro in, when I was probably maybe 10 or 11, and she'd mm-hmm. always cooked a lot of Latin food. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember the very first time I tried it, and it tasted weird. But it is also a very weird tasting plant. Like there's nothing yes. that tastes like it. So no. I don't know if in the process of being told, I don't care if you like it, you should eat it anyway. If that mm. altered some of my enzymes or if I just have a memory of it being odd and then I came around to it. Because you like, I've, I've I like it with you. I love you've it. Had, yeah. yeah. And I just figured like, oh, she grew up in Latin America for part of this. It must have yeah, been part but in of South America, the food's very bland, actually. Cilantro is mm. a Mexican thing. Really? Yeah. How about that? Really? I yeah. thought it was sort of... A, it's, I, it is like well, meat, rice, the end. But no... No cilantro. No cilantro. Like it's, it's so ubiquitous in parts of the world, in, in yeah. Asia and India. And, yeah. Huh. That's and I, interesting. And I can understand like someone who is, you know, missing or has whatever thing makes it taste like soap. Like if it tastes <laughs> like soap, uh, it's Why would awful. you eat it? Yeah. Why would you eat I, it? Right. right. And there like, are times where I really, really, really want guacamole. Mm, and I always say, no cilantro. Huh? No cilantro. And there's sometimes where it comes to the table and I'm just like, God damn it, I still want it. And I kind of gut it out, but I still end up going, I'm like a cat. I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because it really does taste like palm olive. Well, I, I wonder. To me. It has to be a chemical, right? That's it is. in the plant that, that you're reacting to. And I, it is extremely strong and pervasive. So probably even in a place like a Mexican restaurant where they make guacamole all the time. It is very possible that there's some cross contamination with the cilantro because it is so powerful that even if you don't get it, you're going to get some of it anyway. I, you know what? Okay, I, think I've I come just come up with I, a million dollar idea though. I think someone mm-hmm. needs to come up with like if it is an enzyme you're missing oh. that breaks it down. Someone needs to come up with like a mouth spray. Yes, that, you like, that will allow you, you to switch it. that over. Okay, Scientists I know that you it. want this to be something that something that I'm that's deficient. That's like a. <laughs> Yeah. I'm missing is it something. The opposite? <clears throat> something extra. So, it's the leaves of the coriander plant, which is why coriander tastes the same to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cilantro haters for whom the tamas—it's genetic. These people have a variation mm-hmm, oh, in a group of olfactory receptor genes that allows them to strongly perceive the soapy-flavored aldehydes in cilantro leaves. So, in fact. I have more of the thing that makes you taste the stuff. Audience, (laughs) Kathleen is an alien. We knew it all along. She continues to prove it on a weekly basis. She's like a dog. She can smell in the parts per million. She can can tell when there's coriander seeds in a a pool. I have more of the thing that you have that lets you taste it in the first place. It is (laughs) hilarious to me that you ended up in Southern California considering this hatred. so many ways. It's too hot here. I'm not blonde. I love the ocean, but not this one because it keeps trying to kill me. So I haven't been in it in like five years. I mean, all the things. It's it such a weird place. To live. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. You can't, you know, nobody goes to the beach with like stuff 
It's like yeah. a competition to see how small of the, a towel you can take down there and like you only wear flip-flops if you're not from in town. It's like there's a whole thing. Every culture so, has yeah. this. But I'm in the wrong part of California. Right. That's been clear for a yeah, long time. But yeah. Northern, I feel, is much more your jam, actually. Super. I am Irish. Or I'm from Sur. an island. It's just not a tropical one. I am right. from... This is the wrong... Spot. Yeah, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. And I it love it beautiful. here. And the people are are wonderful. And I love our town and all of that. Yeah. But yeah, the it's PCH. a weird place for me to have wound mm. up. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. One of my favorite highways in the entirety of the world. I have more of the thing. Hey, it's like See, a superpower. Extra. Uh, I used to, you I are used extra. to date... Uh, a woman who had it and she, she used to make the claim that she would, you know, even Julia Child didn't like it and would like take it, throw it on the ground at restaurants. That is the correct response. And that I, is I not, that, that is rude <laughs> to the waitress. And, and I was like, well, French, it, well, if it's, but if it shows up in a French restaurant, like what the fuck well, is and also, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say this. That. If Julia Child did it, it wasn't rude because she was the best. So <laughs> yes, that was. was my only, I when she, she did, challenge you to find a video of Julia Child throwing food on a floor in a restaurant. I challenge you. <laughs> someone, Challenged. someone has that somewhere. They have a cell phone I mean, video at us anytime. I would love to see that the... video. So this just came back to the enneagram for me ah, because I I'm that. a four. Because we got the four, the and four I'm reference. Special. I mean, my, my muscles are special, <laughs> and I see more light than the average person does. The doctor tells me that. And I oh, have could, do you have scatopic sensitivity syndrome? Is that what, what you have? No, Topic it's not a syndrome. Sensitivity Top, syndrome. I have, oh, make it's it a, my favorite. I feel no, this we all have that. This is, this is a real thing. If we're talking about we genetics, really talk about that. My, uh, my old boss from like my my very first like long-time job, a uh, gentleman, uh, Evan Shirk, is an amazing guy. He comes into work one day, and he's got sunglasses on. And we're like, your sunglasses are still on. He's like, these aren't sunglasses. They're t- tinted sunglasses. I went to an eye doctor, and I he was having like sensitivity to light. He's also a, mm-hmm. a, a lighting designer, which is really funny that he's oh, sensitive dear. to light. And he got a he got a little card to keep in his wallet so that if he ever gets pulled over and he's got his sunglasses on, someone can't give him a hard time about it because he's got this prescription for sunglasses. He wears his sunglasses yeah. at night. We can't afford that. Come on, what are you so doing? We'll cut this can. out. <laughs> and um, and he but he, I, I always wanted that card so I could just like carry it around and wear sunglasses. And wear sunglasses These are prescriptions. Yeah. Well, I know a gentleman, is that he's an Irish singer who also has issues with light and his eyes, which is why he always wears tinted sunglasses. sunglasses. Not just because they look cool. Does he have a really interesting first name? Paul. Like singular? Like singular? Is a it singular syllable? Um, it's not Cher. Does he, wear, does he wear bright yellow blue blockers or whatever those are called? <laughs> no. <laughs> But, but I yeah. have actually heard that about a bunch of celebrities who've been dragged for wearing sunglasses in public is spaces and inside. Like actually, no, it's not. I mean, yes, it is light sensitivity, but it's a constant flash of photos going off. Yeah, also, when that. they're yeah, around, that stunning. It rattles them. So well, and it, it hurts the the muscles. If you, especially if you have light eyes, like I, I have blue eyes, and you know we don't have As this do much we all. pigment. Actually, and do you have blue eyes? Mm-hmm. Do you have blue eyes? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know that blue eyes actually our eyes aren't blue. It's the absence of color. It's like so, it's the blue wave, like the sky. Mm-hmm. It's like the sky in the ocean. It's exactly. It's the same. It's a trick of the light. Huh. And so, so my eyes yeah, are clear. it's because our eyes are cl- there's we don't have much pigment in our lens or the thingy in the front, and so when the light passes through it, the blue bounces back, and so that's why we look like we have blue eyes and the 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 lighter the 
blue, the less pigment you have. So like people have really light eyes. And so they're really susceptible to yeah. sort of assaults of light, like strobes and flashes and stuff. It can blind them or, yeah. And, and this Irish gentleman that I know who has issues with light has very light blue eyes. So, so do either of you have the, the thing where you walk out into really direct bright sunlight and sneeze? Oh, yeah. If I have, have to sneeze that? and I can't <laughs> yes. look, look at a light bulb. No, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah that is a thing. Really? That light will cause a sneeze reaction. I don't really? know what it is medically, but it is. there's some like connection between those two I'm things. I'm on the Encyclopedia Britannica it site definitely that told me about the cilantro thing. Do you want me to look? <laughs> I love sneezing. What are other weird things that our bodies do that don't seem to be connected but are? I love that can I have you roll clear your eyes. Tongue? I think that's hilarious. You do? I can roll my tongue. But I can't can do that curly it? thing. Oh, oh, the one that where it's like wibbly in the middle? No, yeah. I can't do that can Mark roll his can you? tongue? No? It doesn't look uh, like it. Oh, but he can do that. Yes, he can. But you can do that flippy. I can also touch my nose, um, which I'm always proud of. This is really effective for a podcast. (laughs) I know. No no one is watching. They're just just hearing mouth noises. That's it. I'm going to amplify the mouth noises. This is going to be someone's ASMR. (laughs) Or or someone's fetish. I'm Mm -hmm. not quite sure which yet. Somebody has a cilantro mouth noise fetish. This is going to be be another uh, mini-sode category is ASMR. Is it (laughs) pornographic or not? What Mm. makes a fetish? Ooh, there we go. That's, That's a conversation. A, that to is have. a great conversation. I will arbitrate actually. that one and you two can have that conversation. There is a uh uh what is it the like rule 32 of the internet is that if there is if it you can't have a fetish of it there is a poem oh, about it for, and then rule 35 yes. is if there isn't there will be there will now be that you looked it up. <laughs> and there's a guy I just read an article today about a guy who's researching it and he I I I I I don't want to say what it is because then I don't want people to Google it and make this guy's like numbers jump. Mm. But um, but essentially he is like testing. He created a fetish that was just yellow legs, like painted yellow legs, and like so actual that's human like, beings, but they're yeah, that are yeah, yeah. painted yellow, and, not yeah. wearing yellow stockings. Yeah, like painted yellow and um, like Big Bird, and he Actually, calls them fed legs or orange, fed legs or something. I think is what they're called. Um, but it's super weird, and I, I was like, "Wow, that is strange." And then, like, it the the article just like kind of makes it stranger as it goes. So, how many of you just paused the episode so you could go Google, <laughs> Google whatever he's just said legs. that was fed I'm gonna, legs? I'm gonna bleep it out in this. Uh, there you go. Episode. Yeah, it'll just be. So you can't look it up. <laughs> what are the other weird things? What's the waxy consistency of your ears? Is it sticky, lumpy, or is it more like swirly? Mine are, like lip mine are gloss. clean as a whistle. Every time I go to the ear doctor, yeah. she, I'm like, you know what? I'd love to get them cleaned. And they're like, it's, there's nothing in there. Mm-mm. Have you ever this had the ear sound guy? Ew. It is very bad for you. Yes. It looks it is weird. It's not recommended by any no. um, yeah. ear, ear doctor. They, and they always do it. You always do it in like a place that's not like oh. a doctor's office. It's so like, it's like, like a, a side show. At a, <laughs> it's some guy with a lighter, like, this is going to clean your ears. And I'm like, you know what I should mm. not do is listen to you. <laughs> About anything. About anything medical. That's like, are you, you know, it's like that thing like you Holistic tent next to the thing where you hit the the feats of strength where you hit the thing and goes ding. If it's right next to that, that's probably not where you should be having it done. It's like when people, there's, 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 
so many things like that that you shouldn't do yourself. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't like, hey, you know what? I'm going to cut my own hair. All right, go ahead. It's going to, it's going to grow back, whatever. Right. But if you're like, you know what? I'm going to have my girlfriend fill this cavity. I don't think you <gasps> should, God. you know? <laughs> and it's the same Just thing with notion. cleaning your ears. Like you only have two of them. They are notoriously sensitive. Finicky. Do yep. not stick anything in there that's Especially on fire. Especially anything that's on fire. There you go. So cilantro <laughs> in cilantro 17 moves. <laughs> to ear fetishes. In ear candling. To ear fetishes. And fetishes. Anything else? Right. Well, apparently the, Audience, the gene <laughs> on, the, on the 23andMe or, you know, Ancestry.com DNA test situation, that is also one of the questions that they ask. That is a genetic thing. Some people have, oh, I have one more thing that makes me special i'm gonna tell you in a second you're related but so there's apparently and i have i come from a waxy people but mine isn't the crusty kind it's the swirly like lip glossy kind but so the other thing that's you probably know this already the other thing mm-hmm. people's earlobes oh, connected. Oh, like attached. Attached. Connected. or not, attached. Or not yeah. attached is also genetic and i have one of attached. each Ooh. attached not attached attached not attached. Wow. I have my mom's earlobes. They're they're big and dangly. <laughs> and I had I used to gauge my earlobes when I was younger, and so oh, I, I went yeah, to like did. I used to be able to stick like a double A battery in them. Ugh. And uh, and I would grow too. Back? Yeah, they're 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 nice and shrunk Let's up look. now. And Let me see. They they you can still see the hole. Oh, they don't look like they I mean, were gauged. Yeah. Uh-uh, no, you, you would never. Because usually it's like, like close, but her vagine hangs like or, sleeve yeah, of wizard. Like, I mean that's. Yeah. Like, like giant circles, you, and you're just well, like, and I know people that. have that. Like, yes. I, I, I know a couple of people that have that, and I think I just have like very elastic skin, so it just came, it would just, yeah, because like normally but. that's surgery and they have to like chop it off and yeah, reshape yeah. it. Oh, it's like a plastic huh. surgery. I've actually gauged it out twice, and, uh, and they've always, it's always <laughs> shrunk back up every back. time. That is yeah. remarkable. Apparently, that's another thing. Feet, Mark is special. And now this. <laughs> yeah, he's special. You're Elastiboy. Hmm. Yeah, or, or maybe like, he, th- this is Jack oh Jack gosh. all grown I up. I was just gonna say we're the Incredibles. <laughs> I, I feel so bad if this is what Jack Jack turned into. You know what I mean? Like he went from he's run, he's fallen on hard times. If he is now producing a podcast in the basement of a DC apartment, you know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Maybe that's his best life. Oh, how the, oh, I how mean, the mighty have you know, fallen. You're a little. <laughs> you should be. You got a little pyro in you. A little Jack, pyro bug. Yeah. When you think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When I was a kid, we I burned down a. I almost burned down our house. Uh, and I'm not sure if the. Um, uh, what do they? What do they call that? The. Um, Statute of Limitations has run out on this yet, but I did. I did once set a small uh, quarry fire when I was younger. Mm. I quarry. I, yeah, quarry. I think I was like ten. Like, how a, does one set a rock? On fire. Because you know, superhero. Because nature nature <laughs> grows where it grows. And so this rock quarry had a lot of growth. Dry. And me and a me and a childhood friend of mine, my old my old best friend, went down there and we, we liked hanging out and we practiced making a little campfire and we thought we had put it out. And as it turns out, when we got to the end of the quarry and turned around and noticed we could hear sirens and there was a big plume of smoke, we're like, oh no, that was us. <laughs> and we ran and never told anyone. Uh, and now I'm and now you told it on everybody. The, the radio. Good yeah. job, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they can't get me for it. Probably. Yeah, it's Maybe. one of those things. Least, if it didn't you? start a forest fire, I think you're probably right. Yeah, I don't think anyone. Yeah, Unless like, it was God, on I federal. Hope, land. You know what? I never. No, I don't think it was. No. You sure? But you could I'm probably research sure. that. I think. How long ago was this? I don't want no one look this up, please, because <laughs> I don't. I'm never going to mention this again. I'm cutting this out of this episode. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
been real good. <laughs> so Solid cilantro. Work, all of us. <laughs> cilantro into. I like arson. the idea. I I love flat leaf Italian parsley, which looks almost the same. Mm. Yeah, parsley does nothing smell. for me. I'm like the freshness. I have a bunch upstairs, and every time this, every time we order, especially right now, we're. All of our groceries are shopped by somebody else and they bring them to us. Uh, and I end up with way more. We always want, everybody winds up with way more parsley than they need because it only comes in big bunches yes, and you only need, right. Like, you and know. you need pour sprays. And every time this happens, and they, it looks so beautiful it's sitting there in a jar of water. And, I, and every time my husband and I go, there's got to be something we can make with that. Pesto. It's just, Actually, yeah, you make pesto with it, right? But yeah. parsley pesto? Yeah. I mean, is that sage? They make pesto out of basically everything. It, it, basil. Basil sir, is the basil, traditional. Right. Is the traditional. Good God, green. you're not Italian, are you? <laughs> I can't. I, listen, I can't cook. I don't read. Like, I'm, I'm basically <laughs> but the he worst. He is literate. Yet. To reiterate, he is still literate. He's Correct. Just not a big reader. It's because you need to tilt the book. It's all. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> Once I got glasses, it was a game changer. We know. <laughs> then you broke them. And I broke them. And now I have so many of them and I break them all the time too. So like I literally have two pairs of glasses uh, just in case because I always break them. I'm very clumsy. Yeah. Human being. Are you? Hmm. I I come off as very like sure and, you know, like very cocksure. And, uh, and as it turns out, it no, I'm like a, <laughs> I'm like a, you know, this is the, like we had a timer set for how long until someone mentioned that word. Um, Which? But I, I. Coxcomb. <laughs> Um, and there I, goes the warning. There's I the little e. I yeah. Right now we have to add that. I didn't. Um, but I but I've always like been very sure of my myself. But I'm I'm an exceptionally clumsy person when no one's around to the point where I probably I I've broken things before I've used them. Kind of thing. Like so I'll you just buy, need a, a spotter. You don't really need a life it, yeah. partner. You just need a life spotter. Sometimes people ask me why I leave Someone things in the box behind. until I'm ready to use them. Like I leave them in the packaging boxes. And they're like, why don't you check it out? I'm like, because I'll play with it and I'll break it. Like it's, it happens all the time. I'm a big Butterfingers type of guy. Where your, like your I, life is expensive, you know, Mark. It is. Yeah. It is very expensive because mm. I break the, I mean, my phone is broken. My, uh, it's just terrible. Mm. I can't, I can't have nice things. See, this is why we can't have nice things. That is. And there's the scene. <laughs> That's the Thank end. you all for listening to the Artist Care and Feeding Podcast. As always, you can uh, find out more information about us on our website at artistcareandfeeding.com. And also you can drop us a line at artistcarepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Cilantro.